This is the I Black Man Podcast, Offensively Black. Yo, what up, y'all? It's me. It's me. It's MAP. It's your boy. Miles Amadeus Prower here once again, my friend, back in Offensively Black with my homeboy, Stein, for another, well, I guess just review in general, a review for y'all. So what's good, Stein? We all right, man? Yeah, we good. Are we ready to dig into this, or is this going to be a uh, rose-tinted glasses type of review? I don't know. This is this is weird, y'all, because I don't really have a rant for this. We, uh, what are we talking about? All right, we're talking about uh, the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is on Disney+. Plus. And um, I don't know. I don't really have any regret. I don't have anything negative to say about this shit. I like it. Uh, it's just, um, well, I guess we'll do it as far as uh, before this. I start with you, man. Um, Stein, what did you have any expectations or any pre, you know, ideas or whatever before this came out? Yeah, I was seeing all the damn conspiracy theories. They were talking about this was supposed to be the show that linked the damn uh, mutants to the Marvel universe. I was hearing even strange shit like saying like they were supposed to be facing Omega Red and stuff. Well, that would be bananas, which I couldn't see how they would beat that nigga. Without mutants. Easy. Remember, uh, Winter Soldier is basically Captain America with a vibranium arm. But you, I mean, but, but hold on. Omega Red, doesn't that nigga like emit poison from his pores too? No, he absorbs the life essence. Because I could have sworn he emitted poison. Like, I remember seeing, maybe that was just the cartoon, but they like, that nigga was like a killing machine. Mega Red is dope as fuck, y'all who don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's all supposed to be part of the weapons program. Omega Red was supposed to be part of that weapons program. That's why he's supposed to be linked. If anything, it's supposed to be Omega Red, maybe Deadpool. All I'm supposed to be linked to the uh, Winter Soldier uh, program. I, I settled for my homie Phantom X, but I know they never going to get, get my man's. Phantom in. X? Oh he's, part, he's part of the Weapons Plus project. Yeah, but he's not notable. I like Phantom X. Sue me, okay? <laughs> I like Phantom X. I thought the nigga was... That's dope. like saying zero. I thought he, he was shoots. cool. He shoots. He has, like, his brain is outside his body. He was all right. Then they, yeah, but... Damn, now nah, look at it. He's kind of like a poor man's Deadpool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got fucking Captain America being the first weapon. And then it goes all the way down to like Wolverine he and weapons Deadpool. Too. So I mean, it, it just basically, I was expecting to see some like some more better tie-ins. I mean, seeing spoiler alert. Of, of course, course, y'all already know what it is. The Dora Milaje, you know, they were in it, and that that was said a lot. But then it's like they go to Wakanda, and you don't even see Black Panther. That dang guy. What is he doing? That. What's he doing? Fighting Namor or something? That nigga chilling. He passing laws, baby. I mean, I'm saying, God rest his soul, you know, Chadwick Boseman. Of course, rest in peace. It seemed like every time we see him, he was always doing stuff first. Like, you didn't see the Dora Milaje going after uh, uh, Baron Zemo in Winter Soldier. I mean, not uh, Winter Soldier, but Civil War. You saw him. They did. uh, We we jumping ahead, y'all. Sorry, but, um, I, I guess for me with this, I really didn't have any expectations. I thought that um, 
anybody who knows who's heard me talk about this shit before, I was pissed. I thought that uh, Falcon should get his own movie because if he's going to be Captain America, make that nigga Captain America. But how would he be Captain America without the soldiers, uh, super soldiers, Sam? He he wasn't a comic. He didn't have it. I'm saying, like, but yeah, technically, he, he would just be a guy with the shit. Because I mean, but I mean, as much as we just keep it real, there ain't shit dope about Falcon. I'm sorry, like I love him because he's a black guy, but he's a dude who, who flies. He can talk to birds. That's I'm the Falcon. <laughs> that sounds like an old ass 1960s nickname. Did you say that's what they did on Robot Chicken? I'm the Falcon. I'm the Falcon, baby. But but yeah, I don't know. So I knew, and it's like it's kind of weird coming into this because you know we OGs, and back in the day, let's keep it real. Nobody wasn't checking for Falcon growing up. Like when we was playing, and you had to pick your favorite superhero. One one nigga from the hood, like I'm Falcon. Not one nigga was saying that shit on the regular. I'm Wolverine. I'm Spider Man. I'm Hulk. I'm Falcon. But it's 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 as far as I don't know. I have to say he's probably one of the most consistent ones I can I can think of growing up. I think of him. Who else? Luke Cage and what? Maybe Mister Terrific. Give or take. Yeah, that, that's about I mean, it. But you you got to think about it too, though. You know, you had people who were Jewish and and Caucasian and stuff, right? And for the uh, ethnic races and stuff like that. That's why you had a lot of back then. You had a lot of stuff where it was kind of stereotypical because they couldn't really write really for. Uh, ethnic because they don't have that experience. Mm-mm. Now, I mean, I do appreciate that they were trying to do stuff, especially thanks to you, uh, Miles. I was able to see about that uh, Grace Jones thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Thing by uh, Ramita Junior, the the guy who he was uh, pitching the concept for, and I didn't even know that myself. So, yeah. but like seeing that in there, that proves that they wanted to. But they didn't want to market that to a Caucasian audience because that was primarily their audience. So, I mean, like I said, I'm happy that they put that out there. But in the long and short of it, you know, it's pretty much an idea that they have to market it to people who's buying it. And I don't think back then, I mean, you had some black kids buying comic books and stuff like that, but it wasn't that many. Nah, they were like the. The outliers. So, I mean, but then when it came to like the '90s and stuff like that, it was a big boom. That's when we started getting the bishops and uh, and all, all the other black people and shit like that. But yeah, it's like that's a whole another thing when you think about it. And it's like, oh, uh, we were really not the intended audience. And I mean, it's a lot. It's really cool now to doing a lot of inclusion, real serious inclusion, not the not the shit when they're doing when they're pandering. Like if you like oh. regular Flash, you'll like Black Flash, but or gay uh, Flash, gay Black Flash. <laughs> but you know, but when they're doing it for real or whatever, and it's like binary I, Flash, non-binary. <laughs> he uses the other Speed Force person, the Flash, who doesn't identify as Flash. He uses the Under Force. <laughs> under what? Another nigga. (laughs) 
all of a sudden, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm gonna get to the bottom of this one way or another. But but anyway, moving move, move on. <laughs> Oh, I need this shit for my soul. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. Talking about black people and comics and all this stuff and coming with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that's one thing. Coming from the, um, first of all, shout out to my nigga Clarence. All people from Detroit know who I'm talking about, Anthony Mackey. He, he moved up from being Papa Doc to, uh, I guess, after he lost to Eminem, he joined the military and he uh, became friends with Captain America, but that whole thing was dope, and um, I think it's a cool to have a continuation with him and Bucky, and um, how they uh, dealt with uh, racism, and just how I like how it wasn't whack that uh, that uh, Falcon was like, oh, I'm gonna be. He knew he couldn't be Captain America. Like my man knew, like, yeah, I, gotta, I can't keep this shit. You know, I thought it was dope, like how Bucky was telling him, like, dude, you should have kept the shield. And it's like, you know. He's trying to imply to Bucky. Bucky ain't picking it up. Like, nigga, they're not going to let me be Captain America. Are you crazy? But then he leaves it to um, John Walker. Yeah, John Walker. Yeah. The yeah US John agent. Walker, who was the equivalent of U.S. agent, but not U.S. agent. But um, and then you get this other dude. Battlestar. Supposed to be the Battlestar. Which I didn't know was an actual hero. I did. I never had heard of Battlestar before, but he's an actual person. Yeah, who's like a token black guy. Yeah, I, I if thought... Anything, if anything, they're supposed to have a dynamic, at least with Captain America and Falcon, it was a dynamic. Like, even when they were fucking doing laps around each other, on your left, you know, yeah. it was a dynamic. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of a brotherhood. With them, it's like he's a token black guy. Oh, I'm going to be the tech guy. But that's what him. I think is dope about it. Like, all right, y'all, we jumping around, so deal with us. Of course, we are covering up from episode one to episode four. I think five will be coming out this Friday. Going to have this out before then. But anyway, as far as the dynamic, I think it's dope. Because Captain America, Steve Rogers, is what America thinks it is. The U.S. agent. It's literally low-key what America is and how the world sees America. Always low-key at the brink of, of unraveling. He's got a black sidekick. He's thinking he's being progressive. Really, you're being a dick. He, you, you're, you know, you're looking down on, on, on your black guy, but you think you're being progressive because he's a black guy. Actually, low-key, the black guy has more common sense than your ass. And then uh, Sam Wilson, Falcon, is low-key what America should aspire to be, quote-unquote. I thought that was kind of dope. I mean, yeah, uh, that that dynamic, yes, that that is a good dynamic. But I mean, just seeing because, like, basically, with U.S. Agent, we're going to call him U.S. Agent. Um, he's basically a PTSD soldier because even though he put on that tough front, that he's like the he he can be the answer to any situation and stuff like that. He's traumatized. Yeah, that nigga. Like he got those medals and stuff, but he looks like walking around. He doesn't even seem like he's um, happy to do that. Like mm -hmm. he's trying to get redemption or something from being uh, Captain America. Yep. It's like it brings it brings value to him. So I guess anyway, we're gonna try to keep the story linear. So it starts off right after Sam Wilson Falcon gives up the shield, and um, 
it goes through him, which I think was kind of cool. They talked about him trying to get a loan, to which they uh, pointed out that Tony Stark didn't pay any of them, which I found to be really interesting because, yeah, nobody paid you niggas. Then I like also like how they, they pointed out that Sam was on the run from the law for a couple of years, which I thought was also dope. But uh, let me think. They He give up the shield. Then also they come out with the new U.S. agent. Then um, let me think what happened. Him and Bucky linked up because of what was it? Because, of, oh, yeah, they got the uh, super serum. That's what it is. Super soldier serum. What is it? Um, they the got it. Flag smasher. Yeah. Flag smashers, which is for those who don't know, was kind of a shot back to uh, Captain America. Really. Flag smasher, which is cool. I appreciate that. So it's about them. And I guess they're like in Europe or whatever. Quiet is kept. Why it is kept. It's the same plot as the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. But, but, but we're not going to get into that. What do you mean? It's a black girl is actually the villain? A smart black girl who's the villain. Ooh. Say it again. Say it again. Smart black female villain. Ooh. <laughs> this chills up my spine. It tingles me. So... Um, it's like she kind of I, I kind of feel where these villains is coming from but then again they don't have a point their whole thing which I low key get like if if it's also which is why I think Thanos was right because when they got rid of all, all the people left it was a whole bunch of extra shit so it was people living in other people's houses and shit niggas was living good it was more enough for everybody then when niggas came back it was like get out my house give me my shit back which is funny to me. I'd have been stealing actual things and amassing wealth. I wouldn't have just been kicking it. I'd have been uh, like, "That's not true." You, you got to look at it uh, from the the narrative. Fucking Ronan would have came and killed your ass. He would have tried. <laughs> oh, he would have killed your ass. <laughs> he was like, "I always said that shit. Zombie apocalypse. You're gonna see me. I'm gonna be the most gaudy fucking zombie you ever find." My turn. I'm like, it had on like a chinchilla. In 15 chains. I can't even walk this shit so heavy. Uh, you can see me coming from miles away. It's shining from the next county. But so anyway, these people, which I thought was interesting, they got a, um, I guess, uh, yeah, she's black, makes chick to uh, be the, the, the leader of the Flag Smashers. And um, their thing is, I guess, I don't really get it, but they want things to go back to the way it was before. And they're mad that everybody just shitted on them, which is dumb as hell, because it's like if I came back from nowhere, wouldn't they deserve stuff? I mean, isn't that more traumatizing than being left there? I, I don't know, because they had to they had to grow and and survive for five years before they came back. Then it's like people get married and get new marriages and having kids and stuff like that. Then, oop, oh. Oh, where have you been? Oh, I don't know. Well, I got five kids by this new dude. And that's just the way it is. I mean, that which I guess is all things considered. It was it's an interesting point, and I can get it. And so she's trying to. Uh, I guess she's got a hold of the super soldier serum, and she's trying to use her people to destabilize. I guess the government. Were they like? Are they supposed to be? Are they in Germany? Uh. Yeah. Or uh, like something like, uh, I don't know, somewhere like a Russia type area in that area. Cause, um, so anyway. We'll just say, uh, Europe. Yeah, Europe. They're in Europe. 
or Eurasia or something you know that but Europe so they're there and uh so basically they're doing that so that, uh, long story short Sam has to end up going over there we're not going to completely spoil it for y'all Bucky gets involved they're over there they have to do some stuff Bucky's pissed because they have the U.S. agent who's the new cap and he blames Falcon side note I love the dynamic between Falcon and Bucky it's a very good on some good buddy to cop type shit like they don't like each other but it's like they're cool because they both fuck with cap and both the niggas is like cap is that nigga so if he vouches for you i fuck with you but i don't really low-key like your ass well i mean i i kind of took it differently than that oh go ahead what you think are they both they I were mean, jealous to me, i think it is to like if anything they supposed to be like brothers yeah and brothers are supposed to always show up the other brother hmm but to me, how they got their dynamic, it seemed like it's some sort of will they, won't they type of stuff. Like, ugh, like some underlying type <laughs> On the low, bullshit. kind of on the low. Oh, yeah, I hate to admit it, but yeah, kind of on the low, it, it is like that. Yeah, because like it's, just, it's supposed to be like, oh, he's doing the head tilt thing again. I thought like, that shit was kind of funny, dog. And like, it's how he funny, stopped but up. it's like, you ain't gonna pay no attention to that. It, it'd be shit like, uh, like, uh, he get knocked down, be like, hey, you need a hand? And, you know, it'd be stupid stuff like that. Like a brotherly type of challenge. Yeah, like, uh, are you going to move your seat up? No. Right. Like the one part when they were, I, I did like the part when they were um, fighting on the truck. And and uh, Bucky was like holding on. And, you know, he was trying to, he was like, hey, you, you, you going you gonna to be all right? And then he eventually, like, grabs him to save him. Yeah. But, I mean, it's supposed to be like that. Like, it's this kind of underlining thing. I, it's weird to me. It, it kind it kind of is, I guess. But also, it, it's, it, to me, it's kind of organic. It doesn't seem fake. It doesn't seem. But, of course, they've had, like, what, four movies to establish the friendship or whatever, which I think is kind of cool. So, they're over In there. which they were only truly had a friendship only because of Spider-Man. Spider-Man whooping their ass. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man whooping both their ass at the same time. We see who's doing the heavy lifting. Oh, that 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 is quiet. So so it's like this it's the Goku friendship effect. Mm-hmm. Niggas niggas become friends by getting their ass whooped together. Like <laughs> that nigga whooped your ass, your ass too. Oh, no, we're we not going to say that because then it'd be like Yamcha losing fucking Bulma to Vegeta. Like, how the fuck that happened? That, oh, no, that's that's a whole nother level. Of, like, dog, the nigga who I almost, no, no, the nigga I did die stop trying to stop to, to, to protect the earth. You end up letting him clap them cheeks? Mm-hmm. Touch them toes. That's, that, that's messed up. Like, uh, on some level, even if I'm Goku, I'd be like, dude, for real. But anyway. I had to fucking make my way through fucking uh, Snake's Way and fucking hell to get back to you to find out, oh, you fucking this nigga. The nigga who killed me. <laughs> who killed me. It was about to blow up the earth, but you just find him so fucking attractive, you fucking giving him all the goods. That good good. Hey, she got to have a good good. She gave that to uh, Vegeta and that nigga's life changed. So. Mm-hmm. Well, Roshi didn't. Uh, I'm sorry. Goku didn't want it. Oh man, go back, y'all, and watch Dragon Ball. Goku was turning that. I mean, the real Dragon Ball, not the censored American. He was turning that junk down every time he turned around. Yeah, he knew. He knew Boma was for the streets. He knew. He knew that shit. But all right, side <laughs> note. Side note over. 
But yeah, you know, so anyway, we're, we're moving on. So I guess with the plot, I think it's okay. And I think it's cool how um, they don't get along with the uh, U.S. agent and Battlestar. And I also, oh, before I forget, they bring up uh, uh, the first Captain America, Isaiah Bradley, which I think was a very good nod, which most of you guys, if you don't know, I think this is a comic. It's a series, I think it was four or five issues. It was called Red, White, and Black, I believe. And it's about the original first person who was Captain America before Captain America it was a black guy. They experimented on him. Wait a minute. He was second Captain America, not first. I thought he was the first one because I thought they did it before him. No. Remember, he found Captain America's suit. That means Captain America was still around. Oh, you're right. Hmm. But anyway, so some I've heard some people say he was the first. But anyway, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because he did emulate himself after Captain America, so there had to be a Captain America. So anyway, I guess the no, no, the first no, Cap. What? Well, hold on, Cap was always the super soldier. Yeah, he was the first super soldier, but remember, they never perfected the the serum. That's why they kind of had like, I mean, for those who haven't read the comic book or seen the comic book, they had like different type of body proportions. Even one person exploded because they didn't perfect the serum. But I guess due to his genetic makeup or something like that, it made him more viable to take the serum. Because they, they as like I said, spoilers, they used a whole like platoon of black soldiers to try that. Like glory. Yeah, and then only like maybe out of 400 soldiers, it was like maybe 50 were successes? If that, they did them so greedy. Mm-hmm. So, they end up going through different conflicts during World War II, and most of them end up dying, but then he ends up being, like, one of the leftover soldiers from that campaign or whatever. And that's when he was like, well, I'm going to take the suit because he found it in one of the shipments. And was like, I'm going to go ahead and show them that you know, Captain America is not a thing of color. And Loki fucked up all of the because they were doing like, uh, like wet work ops. You know, and they mm-hmm. were supposed to like, you know, they was a platoon of black people, which they didn't like. They, so they thought the whole thing, the genius of it back then. Nigga, you can't tie no niggas to nothing. America can deny niggas, it ain't nothing. But you got this dude going in there. They made him look like he shoot Yankee, Yankee Doodle Daddy was playing right behind him. You get this black dude going in killing Nazis dressed as Captain America. I know they had to be pissed as hell, dog. Yeah, even in the comic book, Hitler tried to seduce him to the uh, the the Nazi uh, war machine, but he wasn't having it. I'm mad purely because he said my wife would be mad at me. Mm-hmm. Not because it's wrong. My wife, you see, she doesn't like that. But anyway, check that out if y'all get a chance. I thought it was a pretty okay comic. From the way everybody had been, um, you know, saying it was, I expected a little bit more than what it is. Of course, I've read it all after the fact. But I thought it was an okay comic. So check that out if y'all ever get a chance. So anyway, he meets them. And um, there's another thing. I forgot what my man's son's name is. That's not U.S. Patriot. I forgot whatever his name is. I apologize, y'all. I am no fan of the Young Avengers. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I know they've all, if you guys have seen WandaVision, they've already uh, planted the seeds for um, Wiccan. 
and I forgot the other one's name. What's his name? Speed or whatever the guy's name is. And then they also got um, cause uh, Isaiah Bradley's grandson is I forgot either U.S. Patriot or the Patriot, whoever he is. He has that, so he's like second generation super soldier. It's pretty cool they said, but I don't think they're gonna do anything because shit, they didn't do nothing on WandaVision. But anyway, so they have a lot of couple fight scenes, and I, I think the choreography and stuff on here is pretty good. It's not corny, it's not bad. Excuse me, other than the fact they fought on top of a truck, and I don't think anybody could do that and not fall off. But it's cool. We all know what it is. I'm not gonna trip about that. Hey. They did it in the Matrix, right? And that, that, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I, I was pissed after I got older, and I was like, that's not. But yeah, I can suspend my belief. I'm not even about to get into that. Side note with that, I like how they were trying to make Falcon dope, like with his power and like his his wings and stuff like that. What do you mean Falcon is dope? But I'm just saying how they're doing it is dope. Like growing up, I never thought his you know, his wings and shit was dope, but then being robotic and all that shit is dope. So we we'll go back rewind. In the beginning, they have a pretty good thing with, like, Falcons fire, uh, trying to save somebody or whatever, like, international airspace or whatever like that. And he's fighting these jets and stuff and how he's flying in between them and using his wings to block bullets. I think it's dope how they did it like that. Real ill and how they have him talking to his, um, his, um, his drone. It's not a real Falcon because I guess that would be kind of whack if he had a real Falcon. So it's a drone. He can, I think that was dope how they did that. But and then they broke him. Yeah, then 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 they broke. Which is also a funny thing because Winter Soldier, uh, Bucky did not like Red Wing from the beginning. He's been trying to get that thing for the longest. But um, yeah. So they had some pretty good fight scenes, and I think it was kind of cool how while fighting Super Soldiers, Falcon ain't got shit for him at all. He has nothing for Super Soldiers, and I think that's something that's kind of. I don't know. I hope they don't water it down, but I think it's kind of something that's like, uh, like with Captain America and I'm like that nigga was dope as hell. Like he was spidey level speed and agility. Like people sleep on that shit a lot, you know. Like that. Well, nigga. I mean, uh, not to interrupt. No, you, he, but he has guns. Oh yeah, Falcon. Yeah, he he has guns. I like that. He he do he do be dumping on people like a real soldier. But I mean that that kind of made made no sense because like you have him like in what was that civil war when captain america was fighting the the leaper oh the leper yeah 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 george st pierre yeah. he was fighting him mano y mano and like they were taking they were trading blows oh yeah oh, okay okay i think i know what you're talking about when he was doing the parkour fight and stuff yeah, he was pulling his punches. I'm assuming that's what Captain America was doing. I'm, I'm assuming so. Yeah, I, I don't know, but that that, that so is a very good point. So now these people, these new people who taken the new serum, which uh, took out all the impurities and whatnot, so it can make anybody super soldier without making them too big or whatever, like Captain America. Yeah, it's supposed to be perfected. Yeah. Yeah, and they're they're fighting each other hand to hand still. Like the only time that was supposed to happen is if they ran out of bullets. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is, you know, even with the super so now you think about it, like he should have been throwing them off that truck way into the distance. Well, I mean, well, Bucky's hands are tied because he can't technically kill anybody because he was exonerated. Yeah, but 
uh, Falcon, he should be fucking having AK-47s and all that shit like that. That nigga should be Chopper style. Chop, chop, Chopper style. Chopper style. style. <laughs> they won't. Yeah, he should just be dumping, dog. He, I guess he should be Black Punisher. He's human. Like, if anything, he shouldn't be doing martial arts for them. That is true. There's nothing special about Falcon. And not saying that with that, or no beef. Like, he has no healing factor. That nigga, you can choke him out. He'll die. But. I mean, he has the aerial advantage, but that's about it. In close quarters combat, I mean. He did set uh, that one chick they fought. In the last episode, I saw it. Uh, he, he set her head on fire with the jet from his uh, backpack. But like I said, that was some unforeseen shit. Like, that was quick thinking, yes, but like this person can literally bend an iron pipe. Another thing that I found very interesting about uh, U.S. Agent and Battlestar, I was wondering how in the bloody hell are those niggas in the military with hair like that? Oh, that, that's the that's the, the James Brown hair. Yeah, because I'm like, nigga, there's no branch of the military in the world. Second of all, that nigga looks like the first nigga to die. In a Vietnam movie. Yeah, because if it was in the military, he would have a, a crew cut. They'd have to. Bald face. You couldn't, he couldn't even, well, US agent couldn't even have that beard. Well, he, he's growing the beard. It's kind of a sign of him going into the deep end. That which I also thought was dope. And it's like, as much, and I, I really think my man who played, kudos to who, who played US agent. Because it's you like. You don't know who that is? I can't think of his name. I've been in the house with my family and my kids for like about almost two years now. Who is he? That's Kurt Russell's son. What? Yeah. Kudos to him. Wow, that's that's dope. Okay, that's his son. All right, bet. I knew I saw him somewhere. I just couldn't think of where I seen him before. Yeah, him with the uh, up granddad looking face with that man. <laughs> he, he plays the role of U.S. agent good because it's like if you felt anything for Captain America, you see him and it's all some Harry Potter shit. How dare you stand where he stood? It's like he's a dick and he's nothing like Captain America, but that's what's dope about him. And that's what was dope about US Agent. You know, it's the whole two different things, but like you were saying, even just the subtle hints and stuff like how like you was there saying like he's clean cut in the beginning. And like he's like you were saying he's he's um you know, he's just happy to take the mantle. Oh, I'm not Captain America. I'm just filling the shoes, you know. But, but while a couple episodes in, this nigga's like, yo, I'm Captain America. Captain America's just standing the fuck down. I mean, from what I saw, like, he he was getting his ass handed to him. That's, That's when it. he started getting frustrated. First, he got his ass beat by the Flag Smashers. Then he got his ass beat by some women with spears. No, it was pointy <laughs> sticks. With pointy sticks. <laughs> that died. Okay, so okay, I'm, we're gonna get to that, y'all. Uh, I'm not even gonna say sorry, Bob. We're gonna double back a little bit. I think my man playing who they got Baron Zemo. They have to get Baron Zemo out because they think Hydra has something to do with all this in the Super Soul Soldier Serum. Dude playing Zemo, I love him. I, I thought you know I wasn't too crazy about him in Civil War, but my man, he does a great Zemo. Dope as hell. I like how he was like, nigga, I'm a Baron. Like, really? He was like, yeah, y'all fucked up my country. I was a baron there. Oh, okay. So, like, once they freed him, or quote-unquote, he freed himself, he, you know, so he's leading them on this kind of double-crossing thing because they're dealing with Zemo and they're trying to find uh, the super soldier serum. And we think Zemo is trying to find it so he can become a super soldier. 
they were talking about the shadow broker. Hmm. Now, that's another thing that's kind of up in the air. We probably might see more about it in episode five, but uh, it could either be him. It could be possibly Sharon Carter. It's a, a lot of possibilities with that. Hmm. But he seems like he's always like three or four steps ahead of them. So I don't know. Yeah, it might yeah. be revealed in the upcoming episode, but I I think it might be one of them between him and Sharon Carter. I think it's Patches. Patches? <laughs> yeah, Patches. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have him in there. That'll be... That'll blow somebody's wig off their head. They, that happened. Yeah, I'm just happy they didn't mention him. I'd be pissed because I just... I mean, of course, fan service is cool, but they're not going to have Patches. For those who don't know, Patches is Wolverine's old school identity, identity back when he used to fight the Greyhawk. For the for you youngins who don't know about that shit, Mr. Fix-It. No, Joe Fix-It, I'm sorry. He was uh, King Dangalang in Madripoor. He, dog, he was piping them holes down. But even just them doing that was cool in Madripoor. And just the whole thing is kind of like, quiet kept sharing. I like how they did show uh, Sharon Carter on that mug. And she was like, like, what are you doing here? Nigga, I helped Captain America escape and I stole your stuff in the shield and gave it to you. You thought there wasn't going to be no repercussions for that? I thought that was real as hell. Yeah, she still, uh, she can't go back to the U.S. Nah, at all. She's like, I'm out here. So it makes me think she's really a shadow broker. Because she's like, she's, I'm out here. She knows all this stuff. Yeah, she's got to be a shadow broker is what I'm thinking. Or she works for a shadow broker or some weird other shit. I don't know. When they, they went there and, you know, they're they trying to strike it down. We're going to read some stuff. I don't want to have a whole thing for y'all. I want you to go watch it. Please watch it. Check it out. But um, so basically, Bucky's out there. He's doing his stuff. And I guess, you know, the door Milaje find out he's got Zemo. They leave some uh, what's those Koyo beads or whatever. He sees them and they talk to uh, uh, Ayo. And she tells them, okay, we're here for Zemo, blah, 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 blah. Which is kind of interesting. Y'all knew when this nigga broke out of jail. But y'all let me do the legwork. But it's cool. I get it. Which is, cause they didn't do something. I would have thought it was whack because the way Wakanda is, they, you have to see them. That nigga killed their king. And then again, like, you know, my man Stein was saying, made a good point, nigga. But we understand why. Wouldn't the Black Panther come to get the nigga who killed his dad? Mm-hmm. That was the whole reason why they, uh, why Eric Killmonger went through that whole uh, mutiny or whatever, because he didn't kill uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, 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 uh
It could have been. Well, anyway, they tell Bucky, you know, you got eight hours and we about to come get you. Which my thing, I figured I could have told he could have told them like he's a means to an end. Let me get what I want. Then I can come in and murk him. I don't care. But I guess that wouldn't have made good for a plot. So anyway, they're doing that. And why battles why they're doing that battle star and US agent, they meet up with them and eventually it comes down to everybody knows this girl who runs the flag smashers has to die. And I think it was really interesting because uh, it was one of those situations where, like, Zemo was telling him, like, she's a, she's a supremacist. And I thought it was dope because he was saying, basically, by definition, having the super soldier serum means you're a supremacist. It, he's like, this is the path you're walking down. And he's like, you're going to have to put her down. So, of course, Sam is like, I'm not going to put her down. And Bucky's like, dude, you got to put her down. So, while they all talking about this shit, one of the best scenes, probably one of the best scenes ever. When Dora Milaje come in, they come get Baron Zemo. Which is so funny to me is that anybody who knows anything in this in this show about Dora Milaje, when they see them, don't say shit. They don't say nothing. Everybody just back up. They like, yeah, we here for Zemo. So, of course, and, and like I remember when we said, U.S. agent is how America really looks to the world. So he rolls up on Dora Milaje, telling him, chill out, you know, Captain America's here, so he thinks this and that, put down the pointy sticks. So, long story short, he's he telling them to be easy and calm down. He touched one of them on the arm, and they commenced to beating his ass. Oh, it was so good. They beat his ass, and I don't know, it, it was kind of straight. One thing I really didn't fully get, but I guess I got, they were trying to stop them from getting Zemo. Now, if I was Falcon and Bucky, I wouldn't do shit. That's not a fight I want. Because the way Wakanda is supposed to be, now you're an enemy of Wakanda at that point because their whole thing is zero tolerance. But well, they, they have a little forgiveness for the White Wolf. Only the White Wolf. Like, if I'm Sam Wilson, I wouldn't have did shit. <laughs> I'm the only black well, man here. <laughs> well, I mean, he's the only one who would actually uh, step in the way of them. Bucky wasn't supposed to step in the way of them because they basically healed him and even gave him an arm. And as we saw, that arm. arm was literally disabled and they could have killed him for that. Yeah, like I was surprised they let him have the arm because I'm thinking like, no, but I know they had to for the plot. But I'm thinking like, mm-hmm. no, nah, what kind of you and I both know that you would have never got that arm back, ever. But Side note, now I think about it, dog, like, they should have been whooping Falcon's ass way worse than what they did. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, anything, way worse than what they did. Well, you saw what they did with uh, U.S. Agent. They fucking had his ass pent with the shield. And like, fuck your shield, nigga. That's what I think was dope in itself, because the shit's not about the shield. I and mean, that's what they're showing. It's, it's about who has the shield and how Steve Rogers which, as we used to say in my neighborhood, the greatest white man never lived. Because it's like when you look at Steve Rogers, and it, it, you will see me talking greasy about the man on this motherfucker all day. Captain Wonderbread. Yeah, but when you look at Steve Rogers, he's literally the definition when people say shit like an ally and stuff like that. Because like Captain America would be the person who would tell you, no, this motherfucker has to die. <laughs> he's the one to tell you like, yeah, hey, you guys want to be free? We got to burn Mass's house down. But Cap, hey, I'm sorry. He's going to keep coming back. The thing I love about him, he's like Optimus Prime. 
Optimus Prime would help an old lady across the street to go kill a rapist. He was he knew who he could talk to or who he couldn't talk to. But yeah, Cap is just yeah, he's he's all time great. He's he's a shit. And it shows how US agent, he's not that. And he's nowhere near that, like he was saying. He he may be a good soldier, but he's a horrible person. And really being a good soldier is not really being a good person because a soldier is just really what a tool. Right. And that's what he is. He might have had uh, the upbringing that he had, uh, everything. And I remember what they were saying. Uh, the one guy who uh, created the serum, he was like, it, that power, well, not him, but Baron Zemo said that power corrupts. It just amplifies and makes the real you. Mm-hmm. So by him having everything and seeing that he didn't have that power, he didn't like try to make himself better. He just only wanted to have the edge at any means necessary. Unlike Captain America, who never really had anything. The only thing he had was heart. Yeah, that's all that nigga had was heart and moxie. So it's like, you know, and they were saying, like, even though I got my beast with Endgame, but that's the one thing that's dope about Cap. Like, they were saying when he was standing up to Thanos with that broken shield, he didn't know they was coming. All the event, he was like, I'm about to square up against you and this army with this broken shield. That's what it is. That's why Cap is that guy. Yeah, he always got back up after taking a look. I can do this all day. That's that's the whole thing about Cap. Like, no, you're going to have to kill me and not just kill me. You're going to have to kill the shit out of me because, <laughs> because you know, that's the thing about Cap, why he was so dope. It's, that's why, like, you know, people you want to help him. You want to support him because it's like Cap is he's the kind of person like you look at the comic. He wants you to fight the war. You turn around. He's punching Hitler in the face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, OK. But then, like, with U.S. agent, he's not that. I think it's dope how, like, with all these awards and stuff, and he's seeing how he's nothing. When it comes down to it, it's nothing. And even, like, he hit him in Battlestar, and they're cool, but it's weird because Bucky and, and, and Falcon are have a more camaraderie or, lack of a better sense, family than him in Battlestar. Like, he was trying to tell him, like, yeah, you want to help your friend? Your partner needs help. It's not my partner. He needs this and that. But anyway, so they get to the point, they're fighting these Flag Smashers and all this stuff. And then um, they're looking for the Super Soldier serum. And damn, I just thought about it. I wonder what what's going to happen to all the rest of the people with it. Man, damn you, son. You done fucked this up for me, dog. I'm sorry? You know, because I'm, I'm thinking about what you said. And it's like, all right, they had the Super Soldier serum. And they gave it to a whole bunch of other people. And I'm thinking about the time when they later on they fought right before they got to the part where uh, U.S. agent snaps. And okay, I'm gonna explain this to you guys because I'm having side conversations with a side conversation. So anyway, Falcon, you make a dream within a dream, an Inception. That would be an Inception uh, reference for those who don't know. If you needed to hear that, you need help. But <laughs> but anyway, so anyway, they, they fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Uh, U.S. agent is realizing this nigga is nothing. He is just a guy who's a soldier with the shield. He's just had his ass whooped, ass whooped by the door of Malaje. Constantly. Who just threw that nigga's shield back at him? He needed sensu beans like every ten minutes. That nigga was krilling. That nigga thought he was pickle up. Krilling, krilling. Yeah, like that that's what that nigga was. He was nothing. Like and then battle you know, they got my man Battlestar, which was fucked up. 
Which they should have killed that nigga. I don't know why they didn't kill him. But anyway, plot. So anyway, this brings us to the point where I was just cursing my man Stein. Because they had this dope fight scene, which I had liked until I just recently processed the shit we talked about earlier. It's, uh, let me think, it's, it's Falcon, it's U.S. Agent, Battlestar, Winter Soldier, all fighting these people with the Super Soldier Center. And this shit just hit me. Okay, so during the fight, the girl who uh, who's leading the Flag Smasher, she's a little cutie with the red hair, whatever her name is, um, she hits Battlestar. Nigga hits a hits a pillar, dies instantly. And the reason why I said fuck Stein, which brings me back to here, because that made me think if this little girl is punching that hard, the rest of them dudes should be done. Because because the other people who had the super soldier serum were like a more were men, and old girl she's a little chick, so she just took the serum and she punched Battlestar so hard, he had a pillar and his neck snapped and died. Like you said before, Falcon should have been fucked up. Well, Falcon, remember, he got body armor. It looked like what they got on is just regular, like, army fatigue or whatever. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Because you remember, he he has to have reinforced uh, armor because he flies. And those uh, Gs that he's experiencing when he's flying, he got to have that extra reinforcement so he don't Hurt himself while flying. Okay. And that's why we got Stein here, y'all. See, there we go. Right. That, now, this is only pure assumption. You know what I'm saying? It might be a rubber suit like anybody else. Because I because Battlestar looked like his shit is supposed to protect him. I'm just saying. But, um, so we moving along. Which was uh, that, that fight scene, y'all. We had, um, episode four. You know, uh, episode four of, uh, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier deal with us. We are working on the format of how we doing this. We should have this perfected in a couple more episodes. Apologies. But wait, there's more. There's more. And uh, that, that fight scene was dope. I liked it. Um, I thought it was pretty well. Even the cinematography was pretty straight. And not going to be a dick and talk about how once Battlestar died, it was kind of whack how everybody just stood there. But then like, I thought it was so funny. <laughs> it reminded me of my kids. When they were like something happens and they realize how mad I am, and then like they all just leave the room. Well, they knew they they broke the they broke the cardinal rule. Yeah, right I, that's how it was. Like I said, they they's like you know you fucked up, and you just like there's nothing good gonna come with this. I'm just gonna go. They just dipped instantly. They just dipped, and mm-hmm. then um, nigga, so because U.S. agent he had taken a serum at that point, hadn't he, or had he not? Well, he only took it because he was getting his ass whooped. Yeah, but he, so he had took the serum or whatever because he was getting his ass whooped. And he had took it because, of course, like we said, they, the flag, flag, flag smashers. The flag smashers. Yeah, they were trying to get away. Yeah, they were trying to get away. So he had took the serum, and I think it was kind of dope. I almost wish they could keep U.S. agent like in the movies and stuff because I love how flawed this dude is. But um, side note, for those who don't know, you know what? I'll let I'll let Stein tell you what they're, what they're setting up low-key with Zemo and U.S. agent. Some of those who don't know, I'm sure most of you don't know what they're, what they're setting up anyway. So anyway, that's when they do that and they have to fight and then it gets to one of the best, one of the, one of the best, one of the clim- most climactic scenes in the series thus far. Um, U.S. agent goes berserk and chases this dude down and pretty much, I'm assuming, beheads him 
in uh the middle of a town square for killing uh well, I guess he didn't kill Battlestar, but he's one of the people who was he was one of the flag smashers. And well he I, didn't want to reveal where she was going, so Yeah, yeah, he didn't want to reveal, so he pretty much kills my man and, and like in front of everybody on TV and he's just smashing my man's head. I also thought like he didn't have to cut him. I think I to me he should have been bashing his head in, but I don't know. I get it. It's supposed to show but they wanted it to be gruesome. So basically that's the how the episode ends in there and uh Well him bashing his head in, I mean, he probably wouldn't have had a, a opportunity. He had to do a quick and decisive death blow. That is it a long time to bludgeon somebody to hit to death with a shield. And remember, they got the serum in them too. So, yeah. So he had just taken the serum. So that's that's where we leave at now. And that was the end of episode four. And you know, you're a red shirt when this is going back. Uh, I think two episodes. The part where uh, they were trying to get away from the uh, little death squad or whatever. Yeah. And the guy was like, "I'll buy you some time." So he just knocks down like an electric lamp post or whatever gate. Yeah. To stop them from driving. Oh, yeah. And he just stands there and let them shoot him to death. <laughs> yeah, that's just whack. You don't even like try to, uh, they're going to die. I'm just, they're going to slow them down by them killing me. That's, that's how that's going to work. They don't even use guns. At all. I know they're, they're supposed to be terrorists, but they, they use bombs, but no guns. Terrorists with a heart of gold. Yeah, so I'm just going to go and run up and punch people. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw people around or whatever. But, hey, it, it's still good. I'm, I'm, um, I like it. Like I was just saying on my Facebook and stuff, it literally was one of the few things that I can say keeps my Oh, no. No, I'm not saying it's horrible. No, no, but no. I'm just saying it's a great show. I think by it being so small that it, it has a more robust aroma. Mm. For lack of better words, I like that wording. Yes, but it's not perfect. But no, now I'm starting to think that we're starting to see the chinks in the armor of the Marvel uh, universe because a lot of things like they start. I mean, I'm not sure if it's because of COVID or just oversaturation, but certain things at this point they should like you look at Mandalorian. You know what I'm saying? That actually brought Star Wars back from the brink. Yeah. But you see these shows, like, I mean, it's action. It's mindless action, basically. And it's like a buddy cop thing, but it's not like something like, ooh, I'm getting goosebumps from. Well, I mean, if you really want to get into it, fuck it. The problem with this shit is, is, um, shout out to you, man, for sending me that video earlier. Um, is that this shit is really all just a vehicle for Marvel to sell comics. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem, which I understand. It's like, you know, you guys can do the math and shit. And I'm going to sound fucking smart as hell because I just watched a video about this shit. But since Marvel has come out, the amount of money they have made off of these movies is fucking ridiculous. This is like, uh, uh, we can safely say this is s- superseded or surpassed being this, the Matrix or the Star Wars of this generation. The Western. Yeah, Western. There's all Western, you know, media. And with that being said, it has not done anything to push forward more so the selling of comics. 
and shit. Like I said, we're going to get into it. Let's fuck it. Let's do it. And with that being said, this is one reason why I've got my man Stein here because I wanted to talk about a lot of this shit because for me, I fucking love media. I love it. I love movies. I love books. I love shit that moves me, that makes me feel. I love that shit. And a lot of the things that I talk about, hell, me and this nigga talk about is in references to pop culture shit. You can take half of the shit that we say, dissect and get the essence of that shit. And about every other third or fourth quote is a movie, a TV show, a book or something like that. Now, all of this shit now is just being dumbed down and not even dumbed down for the sake of dumb. It's just stupid. Dumbed down or sanitized. Retardedly sanitized, almost sterilized. I'm all, and I know we're going to come again. That's the beauty of it. I'm not trying to, I am an old head. Fuck it. We old heads. And I'm, I'm going to take it for what it is. I'm not in the stuff that these people buying now. It's like, okay, so comics is doing bad. And I've been telling people forever, manga stay selling. The problem with comics and shit, y'all selling on some short term shit. Even if it's the, the, the manga and shit, it's a complete story. But I understand it's a whole different thing. We could do a whole different fucking episode on the Shonen Jump monster the atrocity which is fucking uh the systems that make japanese manga well i mean i i think like you said it's not the idea of longevity it's for the they think that american um the american public have short attention spans like we we can't go from one arc to the next they got to be one epic arc after the other mm-hmm. like it ain't it's supposed to be like subtle it's supposed to be a build-up like yeah. a storm like you don't just go from blue skies to tornado yeah the sky has to turn orange at some point and then it's like what's going on i feel uncomfortable i don't feel a breeze then the tornado touches down that's how that shit mm-hmm. works but it's like even when we talk about arcs and shit events comic events used to be of course it used to be every couple of years. It wasn't literally every year was a fucking event. Every four months now. Yeah, every think. four months. Phil Onslaught. Onslaught returns. Onslaught forgot his coat. Onslaught's new co- uh, new house. It's, not, it's just, it's just <laughs> Heroes Reborn. Heroes Reborn twice. You know, and it's just like. Ultimate. Ultimate. You know, and it's just. With Ultimate Comics, I got that. That was, I think that was a fresh take. I really like that. Just the whole idea just. A universe and stuff where you just can't call it. It's a completely different thing. It's not canon. I thought that shit was dope. But when they ran ideas and started bringing ultimate people to the regular one, and I know you sound like old foggy. Yeah, I do. But I'm good. It's cool because we got Miles Morales. But also on the other side, when if I take my blackness out of it, it's too many damn Spider-Mans. It's too many damn Spider-Mans. It's too many. But anyway, that's just me being old. But it's a Spider-Man just like we talked about Flash. It's a Spider-Man for every situation. You have girl Spider-Man, black Spider-Man, white Spider-Man, Spider-Ham. Uh, Asian, or, or, uh, female Asian Spider-Man. Female Asian Spider-Man. You have, uh, I guess, Venom now is a Spider-Man. Since the current uh, comic arc ended about the Black Knight or Black King. Everyone's a Spider-Man now. Even Deadpool. It's, it's, yeah, and it's just like, we, me, me, and this is another thing I'm gonna start trying to do some reviews. And it's like, as much as I realize, and thanks, thanks to you, Stein, I realize something that I love doing is shitting on things. <laughs> I love shitting on stuff and talking about things and, and saying my opinion. 
And that's why I got you here. And we just started doing this because it's like, I love comics. It's something that we both could agree on. And even manga and stuff like that. And sometimes it'd be stuff that I like, don't like, and vice versa. Just like, uh, if y'all check out my review of that, uh, Kong versus Godzilla, I didn't really like it. But after talking to him about it, I appreciated the movie a little bit more than I did when I first saw it. But with this, with the comics and everything like that, it's just everything is something new. Like now, okay, they're doing this stuff with Venom and the, but then was it Null or Cole or whatever my man's name is? Null, the god of the symbiote. Yeah, no, the guy of the symbiotes. The last thing I remember when they had Agent Venom. The symbiotes had a planet. It was a planet of the symbiotes. The last time I read a fucking Venom comic book was fucking Maximum Carnage. Wow, you got me beat. You got me beat. See, now that's the Spider-Man I want to see, but they're not going to do it. They're not going to do Maximum Carnage. Now, Maximum Carnage, that was an event. Even though the ending kind of pissed me off because it was at that point when Spider-Man was constantly put in situations where it's like, I should kill this guy, but I don't want to kill. What should I do? But that was an event. Like, Maximum Car, and it's like, I get how, again, bringing it back to what we were talking about earlier, I get it's a whole thing to sell comics. It's a whole thing to sell comics. It's like on some situations with cartoons, cartoon existed purely to sell toys, Young Justice and shit like that, you mm-hmm. know? So we thinking like this is a pretty cool cartoon. They're like these niggas aren't buying enough toys, you know. But with the comic, it's like comics—they're not really working towards anything. And I also get it. It's like it's more about the story. There's a lot of good stories out there. There's a lot of good stories that could be told. But a lot of times, I understand it's a business, and I can say that shit is somebody who doesn't run a business. But you can't make money off of just like with the variants. They're doing all these damn variants. And a lot of times I will say I'm in a lot of comic book groups on Facebook and niggas is happy because it's like soon as they do an episode when they show Battlestar, all your Battlestar comics go up in value. When they announce, oh, we're doing um, um Ironheart movie, Ironheart comics go up in value. But for like us, perfect example, let's look at Ironheart. It's a cool idea. Someone told me, hey, what if it was a black female Iron Man? I'm in, I'm intrigued. Go on, but give me something that's not generic. You know, uh, have like you could have something like Iron Man adopts a young girl and something like that. But don't I mean because I would say oh, I haven't even read this shit really. But don't go fucking like oh it's the girl in the hood who builds an art reactor on her own. Like, All right, man, and Ironheart. Okay, I guess her last name is Hart or whatever. I don't know. And a lot of this stuff, I admit, I can't read into it. I can't read it. Maybe it's because I'm too old. You know what I'm saying? Well, like I uh, discussed the other day, my thing is don't have them get stuck to a plateau. Like, if you're going to have a character that's supposed to be similar or represents that character's original uh, purpose, why make it to the point where she has, she makes an Iron Man suit? Why she can't surpass Iron Man? Give her the liquid metal soap. I'm saying like something like that, because to me, it seemed like like you like the whole narrative that we've been saying. It seems like they're just put in situations where they're trying to make everything inclusive. You have a black Captain America now, even though, I mean, he couldn't necessarily be Captain America. Why he couldn't have been something else? 
Like, he could have been better than Captain America. He should have been the one who was teaching Captain America how to be Captain America. Mm. Like, even though Captain America had the power, like, he could have had got all the knowledge and been a tactician from Black Cat. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so so what you're trying to say is like a Batman Oracle kind of situation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They They have these people, like, now we have gay Captain, I mean, sorry, homosexual Listen, this is a free fucking space. If we can't keep it free and safe here, what the fuck are we doing this for, dog? Well, we're not, we're not bigoted. We're not being mean. If you want to say gay Captain America, it's gay Captain America. There's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, like, why, why is it gay Captain America? He can't be like Mr. Liberty or something. My thing is this. Like I told somebody else when they were complaining about there was no gay people on Black Panther. Unless they had, you showed everybody having sex. You don't know who's gay. Right. You don't know. You could turn mm-hmm. out Captain America could be gay. It could be bi. You don't know. It has nothing to do with the plot. But I understand. I'm going to say this. I understand representation matters. And it's like, for me, and since we're on this thing talking about that, and we wear over the limit, which is, why I fuck with this guy because we can do an episode and I swear it's 25 minutes and we're an hour in. Dude, as far as gay characters go, Marvel, and I've been saying this shit forever, I pitched it before, has one of, and I will say the best, potentially, to use for a movie, gay characters ever. North Star. North Star is the shit. North Star has been on that pro-gay LGBT shit back into the 90s. That nigga's been catching crap and beating people's asses forever. They should so put him in the X-Men. But isn't he Canadian? Yeah, so you got, what's all this about? Something wrong with people <laughs> talking about Canadians, eh? Yeah, he want to ride a mountain, a Mountie. But no, seriously, think about it. His character, how he's out there and he's super and all this other stuff, you know what I'm saying? But he's a brash, in-your-face guy. He would make a great character. He could be the comic relief of an X-Men team. Yeah, I think they said Deadpool is going to be gay in the next movie. Or you can get Hercules. Who came out in the comic. He would have to make love to Wolverine. Oh, bub. Oh, oh, bub. I don't need a metal detector to see that you're hurt. Is that aluminium in your pocket or you just happy to see? <laughs> oh, man, Jesus Christ. But, yeah, you know, and a lot of stuff, I get it. You know, and some people, they can do this and they can do that. But like we were saying, it's all about making stuff that's organic. And it's just, I think with, with, with here, I think, and this is one thing like I will believe. I believe good content, a good story will sell. And it's just like, you know, I see a lot of people talking about House of X powers of x and all this new x-men they love it i gotta check it out i really tried to read some of it i couldn't get into it i'm I'm sorry when you get the ability to replicate somebody you lose all a uh, matter of stake like if you anybody can be resurrected what's the point of like you can just make a thousand wolverines nothing yeah nothing's at stake at that point, but they say later on in the thing they lose the ability to bring people back. But well, they only happen from what I read. That only happened because a certain uh, character uh, came at risk of being killed, 
And once he or she got killed or whatever, then they can't resurrect them because only Xavier can bring back their consciousness. But the Akoa, or I think I'm saying it wrong. Krakoa, the island, yeah. Yeah, the island is a, the original mutant. Yeah. To which I was always told the original mutant was Apocalypse. Yes, it was. But now, yeah, but now it's a, a island. But 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 it, it's supposed to be Apocalypse. Who's like, who lived? But no, no, I guess they retconned it because the island knew Apocalypse. Which if Apocalypse yeah. knew the island, he never went to get that bitch. Ever. It's not like the island was hidden. But whatever, that's fine. It's cool. Well, it's all the red cons. I'm just saying, like, who's to say, like, that takes away the stakes, too. And, like, if you have a situation where you have these X-Men, these beloved characters, and they're in a situation where it's dire, where they know, like, they're not going to make it. Like, they all have the idea they're going to make it back, but now they have to make the sacrifice just to, to... finish the mission and then you go to the next comic book they're all back to normal because you've read you've read all of house of x and powers of x right well i've only read parts of it i haven't read every single yeah, issue. Okay, no like not the whole you said powers of x and house of x. it was like the beginning one it was like from when like did you get the part when they were on the um on the base um that i uh, when all the original x-men died did you see that one when they before yeah, that's like, the that, one i think that's what i'm talking about that whole thing so you read it and like I reviewed it for a podcast called Fred's. If y'all want to check it out, check it out. But it's like even then, I was so committed. I was so interested at that point. When the original X-Men died, I'm like, dude, I'm here. You had me on the edge of my seat. I'm like, nigga, this is real. Gene died, went out crying. Wolverine is, uh, and, and, and Kurt died. And that whole scene was real. For Wolverine to tell him, like, dog, I hope it's something on the other end. Nightcrawler be like, dude, I promise you, if it is, I'll be waiting for you for my man to teleport himself into the vacuum of space and instantly die. And all this stuff and people dying and they crying. And if you OGs like me and my man Stein, you know, this is the original team. These are the people who've been together the longest. And he's sending them out on a mission and they know it's a death mission and they die. And it's like, oh, shit. How are they going to bring it back? Damn, this is when the supporting characters really come into play. Oh, no, nah, fuck that. We're just going to bring these niggas back. Yeah, we bring them all back. With that new car smell. Nigga, we're going to give you that Angel Grove shit. We're going to fuck up downtown. That shit's going to be back to normal by the end of the day. It's like, damn. And everybody was like, well, you just I said, no, just like, uh, shout out to my man Stein, y'all. He put me up on Berserk. My favorite, I have to say. As of right now, my favorite manga. All times. Top five. I don't even read manga, and that's my favorite manga. I love it. Like I, he, I, he put me onto this shit. Now, like I read all of that shit, and I'm waiting for the rest of it. Like I love, besides the fact I'm a pessimist, and this uh, Berserk is probably one of the worst, most depressing mangas ever. And I fucking love it. But I love it because it's real shit, and it's like when you start start reading it, the original guy's guts, the main character's guts, and he's flawed. He's got these, sure, you know, everybody's got these problems, but his like his problem, he's got a robot arm, not a robot arm, but prosthetic metal arm, and it's like it shoots stuff sometimes. You know, it's a bat or bow, uh, crossbow on it or whatever. But it's crossbow like crossbow slash cannon. Yeah, but when he like I say his arm falls off, there's no benefit. There's no he gets he gets his ass whooped. Like for a long time in this, he never wins. 
he only getting he like and it's so dope because like he wolfs the shit out of every regular person he wolfs the shit out of the fucking underboss when the regular boss comes which is so dope this nigga is fighting demons he'll hurt the demon but then they have to flee and get guts out of there because that nigga's fighting a demon and then when he gets fucked up like if the demon slashes him in the chest oh no for several issues guts is out of business he's not doing shit you got the supporting characters which is dope they have to in these times because he gets his ass whooped a lot because he's just a man in these times the supporting characters become stronger to help him out then it fleshes out their backgrounds and all this and they grow as people and then a lot of this has made guts and it shows you his background and his story and it shows him changes a lot of development and this is stuff x-men could have had because it's just like for me just just the whole fact that xavier said this is my plan i got this and people who this nigga's been fighting for were supposed to have been 20 plus odd years which is like all right i've been trying to kill your ass every day forever bro and then for apocalypse survival of the fittest he just joined up with you without no conflict none that shit just seemed anticlimactic and weak to me well i mean from what i saw the whole idea that them joining together like you have a guy who only believes in the strongest and then you have this other guy who's trying to like have everybody coexist and then you have magneto i mean it 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 never really seemed like it was gelling together it didn't fuse right and from all these years you know what i'm saying like we were talking about uh in another conversation we had prior it's a thing of escalation or even in Dragon Ball, Goku is always the man. No matter what situation, he always come out on top. And then when it came to that part where Gohan had to take over, I felt that was the natural progression of the story. Mm-hmm. Goku should have never came back. If anything, he would be like visiting. Well, we all you know, know why that shit happened out the way it is. Yeah, because, like, Gohan was the natural uh, path of Goku. You know what I'm saying? It was supposed to be passed on to him. It shouldn't still be Goku and Vegeta being the power brokers, and they always... Well, that's because of the fans, because, like, Toriyama, he wanted to pass it on to Gohan. That's why he had to fight with Boo when he, like, that nigga came wearing his dad's stuff, but it was like, he had saw what the fans were saying. It was like, he no, he said he felt that Gohan couldn't carry it. So he just made it go back to Goku. But like you were saying, yeah, it's like it's not a natural progression. And even with the X-Men and shit, you know, and I know I get a lot of hate on this. and I be talking to you about this shit a lot of time. I don't see why stay on Earth. Hell, you could live in the middle of the Earth. You can live or on the, the moon. Shi'ar Empire. You can have your own solar system. If you're terraforming planets, what? it's like I'm black people. I'm black. We black. And if something mm-hmm. happened where I had the power, nigga, I could terraform some shit. I don't care if I knew me, my kids, Stein's kids, and our grandkids would have to toil the earth. But eventually on some Dr. Stone shit within a couple of civilizations, we'd be back to where we was now. Let's go. Let's go. Because it's going to be better than what the fuck is going on here. Why would I stay here? You obviously don't want me here. I have the technology to leave. I'm out. Well, they, they call that... um. Uh, movie, I mean, not movie, 
Uh, they call that, I believe, uh, plot armor or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They have to have them on Earth so it can always be a conflict because if they, it's the the journey to the West or whatever. Um, if they make it to another planet, there won't be conflict. Pull a stein. Sorry to interrupt you, sir. Check this out. Now, this was a manga, right? This is how it go, and you notice this is how it would go. First arc, then realizing everything that has to happen, and then them getting ready to leave. By the end of the first arc, the humans would start saying, hey, what's going on? We have to find out. They leave, and right before they leave, the humans realize. In the second arc, you have it. We have to prepare ourselves either before we get to this place or by the time we get to this place, because once we get to this um, planet, the humans are going to be umpteenth years away. So we have to, it, it would be interesting. It'd be on some clock is ticking shit. That would be the conflict. Like you have to get there. You have to get the stuff down, get ready. Then because, you know, relativity and time and all that shit, they would have it. Well, you only got eight months to prepare for the war that's coming. They, they would sell the fuck out that shit and you know it. Yeah, but then that would end the, the story. But they can keep it going, but you're right. But and then also, like I said, I, that's the problem with, with, with comics. It's, uh, uh, man, man, it's not, I don't even say comics mainstream comics because it's a lot of great independent shit out great independent shit out there but it goes again by not telling complete stories by keeps kidding keep shit going on and like you saying need to have arcs and shit like that by keeping shit going it's, it's, it's what makes shit dull and repetitive like even with you know infinity and then this is another thing we're gonna have to finish this up my man I, i'm i know you're tired and you're rambling but like my man Stein hit me up with this shit with the Venom shit and, and Null or whatever and basically the shit ended with the nigga making a sickle out of out of a silver surfer a surfboard a scythe a surfboard and Thor's hammer Mjolnir Mjolnir and so I guess now he's potentially one of the strong I guess Venom is potentially one of the strongest beings ever he's still limited he, he was only fused with the power of Captain Universe <laughs> So, like, if he was to face somebody who has reality-altering powers. Now, I've, this is what I've gotten off uh, Comics Explained. Plug. Uh, off YouTube. Now, from what they said, he got, he has, like, almost unlimited power, but he can't go against people with reality-based powers, like Scarlet Witch or Franklin Richards. That's fair enough. And they just found who they said, I guess, decided he wasn't a, uh, a mutant. Franklin Richards is what, like an entity or a cosmic entity or some shit? Well, he, he's a mutant through and through, but the thing is is that he somehow, his future self came back to train him in a different uh, story arc. Hmm. Because that's where, even with the uh, whole ultimate thing, that was Franklin Richards doing the uh, pocket universe. That's dope. That's dope. Like I was saying, it's the, you know, I don't have a problem with stories. I don't have a problem changing stuff. I don't have a problem with shifting paradigms. But just don't do shit for the sake of just randomly doing shit. Like when Thanos got the Infinity Gauntlet, that was a workup. This guy went and got each of the stones and all this shit himself. It was a series he of shit. He had to basically, basically defeat each god who was protecting him. Yeah. And it wasn't like some old brute strength shit. He had to use fucking cunning and intelligence. 
he earned that shit. So then when he got to mm-hmm. the point when that nigga was going, like it was a progression. Like even the gods and the stuff were like, this, this is the problem. Nigga got three. Oh shit, the nigga got four. Dog, it's getting rid. You got the gauntlet. Then it got to the point, like I said, and it just, when it got to the point where this nigga was throwing worlds and wrote his name with planets, it didn't seem outlandish. Yeah, he couldn't get no trim from death, so he made his, his own bitch. Yeah, he made his own. And the whole thing, it was dope. You know what I'm saying? But like stuff now, it's like to tell a story, they'll just change. Nothing is fucking sacred anymore. Nothing is sacred. They'll be like, oh, yeah, the Beyonder is really Uncle Ben. And uh, he, he didn't die. He just uh, walked away into eternity. It's like, why? why? Why are you changing everything? But I get it. You know, this it's about. Uh, about you know, kid. I think this is another one I read. I guess we're gonna end it on this. We've got far away from our yeah. uh, review of, of Falcon and Winter Soldier, but um, they were saying the problem with comics, and I guess I, as much as I hate to agree, it's true. They're trying to sell, which is the people who are buying comics, is thirty-year-old people and us, us. I mean, uh, thirty-year-olds and up us, and the people who are really buying, who would buy it, are young kids. And but the problem is they really can't sell them to young kids because they're not really on it like that. Yeah, they don't know the the prior uh, story arcs and stuff. Yeah, they don't care. They just want something that's entertaining to them. So they're trying to find. If you like gay people, we'll put a gay character on there. You like black people, we'll put a ball uh, this and that or whatever it is. They don't know. They don't care. They're just trying to find whatever. Like if you look back in the comics, it's all about trends. They made Silver Surfer purely because surfing was trending it was something big at that time so they thought a guy who surfs will bring kids in to watch i mean read but with us they need us because what we are or i'm not but we are the people who will go out and buy the variants oh they got 15 they'll go out and buy all that shit these kids aren't the kids aren't really even buying them i'm not about to get into the fact the medium of just buying comics is a low-key a dead medium no that's because they they drove the whole number one issue thing. They kept having number one issues and all that stuff. Well, just that and just, just paper print is going away. Well, I mean, technically, I mean, you could still make comics. True. Just be digital. That's what I mean. You have to focus on the digital. That's what I feel because, I mean, of course, manga and stuff, people still buy manga. And now a lot of that stuff is you collecting it for the story. Like me going and wanting to collect all of one day, eventually I'm going to get the entire One Piece manga. That's yeah. for having because that shit is valuable to me. I don't give a fuck how much the actual street value is. That shit is highly valuable to me. When I go back and buy all of Dragon Ball and all of Dragon Ball Z, that is shit that one day in my, my older days, I'll sit back and be like, eh, now let me start reading Bleach again. And I'll be happy for that shit. For the hell, I like my comics. I'll go back and let me go back and reread my Maestro uh, Hawk. The stories are that good. They're worth rereading. But a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff, they do some fucking flavor of the month shit. Well, they got to have the flavor of the month. That's how they get new readers. Oh, I get that. But it's not a natural progression, I guess is what I'm saying. It's just you're doing it just to do it. And I get it. Maybe I'm older now and I'm not looking at it the same because maybe they, of course, I'm sure they've been doing that since we were younger. Well, I mean, they, they all have these uh, things. And like you were saying, we were getting to that. Uh, the end of this, uh, the point that you're trying to drive. And I, I'm, I follow what you're saying definitely, but my thing, my perspective on things, they have to have some sort of finality on things. Thank you. And yep. when we were talking about anime, anime, 
I mean, not anime, but manga. They have a thing where escalation is a, a is, is through the roof. Like there's no limit to any character, but it's primarily from what I've seen in the Shonen Jump. But everything, all the other mangas, they have that kind of finality. And with these more modern Marvel and DC and, and Image and everything else, they're trying to mimic the manga. Because they want these people to just keep going on and on. But it should be a finality. Like, as we, as human beings, we all come to the point where it's, we all must meet our end. And that, too, should be the same thing. So when that happens, the new generation is supposed to carry the torch. And it might hurt, you know, the old fans and the old heads and stuff like that. But they need to also know it's the same thing. Just as in their life comics have to go through the next generation yeah i think that that's part of why i want to um like with this and i think uh, i also understand that as i'm getting to the point of my midlife crisis shit that nothing is what it's not what i like it i like this shit but it's not about what i like no more and it's mm-hmm. just so funny listening to old 90s music and just listening to how all the shit that would be probably homophobic and shit now but was just commonplace shit there. Canceled. Canceled. So many people fucking canceled. And it's just, you know, and I'm like, dog, I miss this toxic shit. Man, I miss this shit. But it's like, you know, with the comics and stuff, like you were saying, it needs to have some kind of finality and everything. They don't really have that with anything now. And it's just, they want, if it works, we're going to keep doing it. We'll try this, do that again. It's like, you can tell when you read some of this stuff, you really didn't have a, begin- a beginning idea and an ending idea. You just kept stringing this bitch along as you went. Yeah, they they're they're making it for mass consumption. It's just like with music and everything mm. else. Man, they go by you. the science and the, the the math. They're not making stuff with heart. They're just making it so they know they get a profit. And I think if you see it other mediums, especially like with the DC movies, they were trying to throw it together just like uh Marvel did, but with less time. And we saw how that happened. Because DC was killing it at one point with the, oh, the animated movie. Man, they was killing it. Mm-hmm. But as far as the real live action, not so much. No, nah, and he's like, even with this, and I guess I, I keep we keep saying we're going to end it, but I'm going to end it with this. It's like I was talking to somebody, and for the most part, I used to be the biggest Batman fan ever. I still love Batman, but with all these reboots and reboots, they just made shit, so I can't, I can't ain't no point in reading this shit no more. It's like they got a new black Batman. And they're like, he's in the future. And it's a black Batman. I'm like, okay, I'm interested. All right. And they, it's like, you know, and I'm thinking like, well, you going to explain why he black? Does it matter? Yes. You know, I want to know something like this, but it's like they keep changing. And I'm interested in that, but it's, it's, they're going to just do this to change it back again. Some of the Batman, somebody get something to get good. And like you were saying, it's, it's, it's no, substance like i wish they would do something like with dc movies do the question you can literally have my man die have renee montoya take over and then you can take it from there it's so much stuff that like with the black one black batwoman why have you had a chance to see that yet uh i never even saw the first white batwoman good man good man (laughs) <laughs> but it's like yeah and I, I don't have a problem with Batwoman in general I think it's cool but I had a problem when it's supposed to have my man Lucius Fox's son and like why he gotta be so nerdy 
And I'll get that suit together, ma'am. And like, well, you can't just be like a cool Stephon Urkel, nigga. Well, that's another thing. I think from the videos and stuff that I've read about that woman, it's not the point of her being lesbian. Yeah. The problem is, is that they make her into a super lesbian. Like she's a lesbian, vegan. It's like she's checking all the, the boxes yeah. for every, uh, I guess, non-normal woman. Yeah. And that's where it becomes unbelievable. Now, mm. I mean, I can understand certain things, but you shouldn't have to meet it. Cause like, remember how we was talking about you have to have these characters meet every checkbox. Mm-hmm. You have to be everything to everybody. Yeah, you have this large uh, uh, paintbrush swath of characters that just, you know, fulfill everybody else's instead of just making individual characters. So that's what I feel about the whole Batwoman thing. And now they have a, a black Batwoman. So and then now they're bringing the original white black woman. I mean, Batwoman. White back, black so. woman. <laughs> I want to see that show. Okay. White black woman. White black woman. Played by a Native American woman. You're well, how can you be white black woman? You don't put your gender race biases on me. Mexanese. We go we go end it right there, man. Uh as far as well, <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier, man, I definitely would say check it out. Uh I think it come our new episodes come out on Friday. I think uh you can catch it at midnight Thursday on Disney on Disney Plus. It's it's good. I hope they put it on Blu ray or something. I'll check it out. Not that I'm gonna check it out, I'll buy it. Would you would you recommend they watch this time? Yes. I, I believe it's a great watch. Thrills and chills and explosions and a little uh espionage, so and, and it got got a little bit of feels too. A little bit. You got in the feels? Well no, not not the I didn't get in the feels, but I thought I liked uh when they was talking about uh the first like one of the first episodes with Bucky. And he was hanging out with that old Asian guy. And I, I thought, you know, like I was saying, I thought like, oh, that must be one of his old dudes from the war or whatever. Then you found out that he was the dude who killed his son. And he was just trying to be, I thought that was cool. It, it, I, it wasn't emotional. And then I thought like, oh, that was, that was nice. You know. Well, I mean, for you, that was your thing. For me, it was the part when the lady from the door, Malaje, took the, uh, Kicked up Captain America's shield and put, <laughs> put it on her arm. <laughs> no, that 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 that's in my happy place. That that is like that is a picture of that on the wall in my happy place in my soul. Like that for her to throw it, and she took it and just threw it back to him. Like when you take something from your your siblings or your cousin, they be like, "Now give it back." Oh, shit, take that shit, man. That's how she threw it to him. Like yeah, you don't even deserve this. I don't even want that shit no more, uh, man. And then she gave it back to him all night. <laughs> yeah, this is yours. Yeah, you want that? Okay. But yeah, that joke was dope. I think that that was cool. And just the fact that they even had the Dora Milaje at all. And another thing I think was dope, the same people from Black Panther too. The same actors. I just found out calling women actresses is kind of considered sexist. I didn't know that. But the same actors who played the Dora Milaje were the same ones in this movie, which I think was kind of dope. They didn't have Michonne. They not that they ain't got money like that. They not gonna they not gonna have a Koye pop up. She she's I guess even with that she stays with Black Panther. So I guess that would make sense for her not because if she's there like then Black Panther has to be there. But um yeah like, like we said check that out really really good. I um 
I hope it doesn't. I just hope it stays the course. The guy who um who directed or wrote it or whatever was saying he can't wait for us to see episode five. It's supposed to be a big reveal or something like that. I'm not getting my hopes up to have this quicksilver shit again. Yeah, so check that out, y'all, and um read some comics. It's a dying medium. And yeah, we'll get back to you guys with some comics and other shit and reviews that we think are good. We'll return with you for shit that we gotta shit on. Oh yes, things will be shat upon. But we're also gonna give you things that are also dope, because I don't wanna just uh, like even though we just talked crap about comics and stuff like that. I'm gonna we're gonna give you some idea uh, reviews for stuff that we think are dope. Uh one of the ones I don't want to tell you but I'll tell you right now. We're gonna uh review Crisis of Conscience. One of my that's really dear to me is one of my first graphic novels I ever read. And I think the plot is just fucking ridiculous. It's great if you haven't read it. We're gonna spoil the fuck out of it. When the episode comes out, we'll we'll let you know you'll listen to it. But anyway, till then be slow to speak, quick to listen. I'm Miles Amadeus Prower. Einstein. And we are out of here. Peace. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. Boo-bye.